Hi, and welcome back to episode 14 of Saturdays on the Prairie. Uh, this week we'll talk about the uh, Pokes win uh, against the Kansas Jayhawks in Les Miles homecoming to Stillwater. We will talk about 28-3 being the most dangerous lead in football as the Oklahoma Seniors did the improbable and came back in Waco on Saturday night. Uh, then we'll talk about how uh, TCU is going to make the trip up to Norman this week and how we think it could be a trap game, but it might not be a trap game, but we're really indecisive about if it is a trap game. Uh, then obviously we'll talk about uh, OSU going to Morgantown. This is also possibly a trap game for OSU. West Virginia kind of stinks, but those Cowboys are known to let us down, aren't they? Uh, as far as the rest of the country goes, those Longhorns, man, they'll never let you down. Uh, LSU had a little bit of a slip up. They didn't lose, but then it was a little, a little rough against uh, Ole Miss to, uh, this week. Georgia looked very good. Um, well, pretty good. Uh, the SEC championship is shaping up to be a very exciting game. Minnesota turned out to be a pretender. Penn State versus OSU is going to be this week. It's going to be exciting, but gosh dang it, it's another 11 o'clock kick. Why, why, why? Uh, and last but not least, we're going to do our updated toilet bowl. We're giving you a mid-season update. We're going to do a end of the year rankings. We talk about our top four right now, and it it's it's good. These are some horrible football teams. They are very bad at what they do. They spend hours a week doing it, and they are terrible. And as always, we will finish with our previews and predictions. All right, let's do it. All right, let's get in it. Perfect. So I think we'll uh, we'll start this week off with the uh, less exciting game. Um, Pokes won. My hair is uh, still on my head, and uh, they look good. It was Kansas, but they look good. Uh, did Did you watch the game? No, I didn't watch it. <laughs> but but how nervous were you at the start of that game? Zero. Not nervous at all. Like zero. You weren't worried about your shaving your head at Not all. Not at all. That's interesting. I didn't even like. I'm so, like, I believe my takes so much that, like, I I I was, I didn't even think OU was going to lose when they were losing 28-3. to I was like, my dad was like, oh, it's over. They suck. If we beat them, we're going to the Big 12 championship. And I was like, they're going to win this game. And he was like, what? I was like, Brady did it. OU's going to do it. Jalen Hurts and Brady. It's the same guy. But no, yeah, I'm just confident in my takes. Like, and if I feel that I am, a game is going to go one way, it takes a lot for me to think it's going to go the other way. I I just think that a lot of teams can play bad quarters or bad halves and they'll recover if if they're a good enough football team. Well, I was kind of worried you. Jalen Hurts hasn't really proven at OU that he's a comeback guy. This OU team was never the comeback team. They never had to come back. But it was always the team that was ahead, and yeah. I wasn't sure if they'd be able to do it. Uh, yeah. I saw the score. I was uh, like, mm. yeah, because you weren't watching it. I about, um, I about, I just about stopped following it. I went, <laughs> I, there's no way. And then I started. I watched the end. Um, exciting. Very exciting. Not not the same as the the. It wasn't the Tennessee game for me though. It wasn't. It didn't do it like that. That was. I think this team. To, what? No. Continue. This team isn't the same like exciting team as that Baker Orange Bowl team was. 
okay, whatever. Like, obviously, they don't play as explosive of an offense. But let me tell you what was exciting. OSU dominating the University of Kansas. And OSU not uh, throwing Did a pick? Did you see? Huh? And OSU not throwing a pick? No, he looked good. He threw the ball down the field. Like, a lot. I think he only threw the ball... Let's look. Yeah. 18. 18 times. But he threw the ball down the field. Like, he did. He got hurt. But I think it was cautionary because it was 24 nothing and Spence like messed up his hand and they brought Drew Brown in. Drew Brown was like, you know, whatever. Like he missed some throws. He threw a, threw a touchdown. It like, wasn't like, you weren't like, wow, that throw man. But he did a good job. Um, I assume Spence will play this week. Um, but they had actually like looked like they were capable of passing the football. And that was really good to see. Finally I definitely, up. yeah, you know, he's, he's growing up now and we'll see. I want to, I want to do it on the road in Morgantown is a thing for me. I want him to go on the road and then he'll be able to be at home for Bedlam. But I mean, Bedlam's never really a home game. I mean, like it's a home game for the home team, but there's always a large portion of the other team's fans at the stadium. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, it's, it's never like 95, five, it's always like 75, 25. So it's it's not quiet. It's not it's, it's not quiet, but like he'll still have some comfort of being at home. But Morgantown's a tough place to play. Yes, but I don't know how behind their team they are this year when they won what four games. So that's true. And is it gonna snow? Because that always, I haven't checked the weather, but it could. That always makes it interesting. Yeah, but I think if it snows, that just chuba time, and I think we win. That would the, go in OSU's favor. Yeah, I think we, we win team. the we win the battle of the run games against almost anyone we play. So I think that that would favor us if it was to come down to that. But uh, one thing I did like to see Chuba's getting a lot more Heisman love. What a pass! Only took about three steps on that dunk. Um, uh, he's getting a lot more Heisman love. Uh, Vegas has bumped up his odds and. Uh, he made the ESPN I cast my Heisman vote thing. You know, he made the top four for that. So I think there there could be a spot for him in New York. I I, I feel like if uh, especially with Chase Young, did he take to a spot? Yeah, for sure. Um, Chase Young has not been playing the last two weeks, which has given him less of a chance to showcase. But obviously, if he comes back this week and lights it up against Penn State, he's right back in it. But right now, I think obviously after. Burrow, who's gonna win? It's it's Jalen and Justin points. Like Fields. he's just like every whenever you question, is this the guy? He says, "Yes, I am." And Burrow, I don't think there's ever been a question. This dude is legit. Well, if anyone's questioning oh, is Heisman, it's bomb for Burrow. Is what it was. Bomb for Burrow. Bomb okay. for Burrow. Yeah. It was interesting. I, I I didn't like that. It's not as good as Tank for Tua. But when it follows it, it's like, all right, I like that. It's not bad, but it's not tank for Tua. Um, OSU's defense pinched a shutout for like three quarters. It, they look really good. Colby Harvell Peel is amazing. He had five pass breakups in one half earlier this season. He's had a pick in like three straight games. I think he's won Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week two or three times. He's insane, and he's a sophomore. So you have him for a couple more years. Yeah, he, he. I mean, I don't think anyone in the Big Twelve defense, uh, other than some really stellar guys, are going to go and leave. You're really AJ Green is going to get drafted probably in the middle rounds, somewhere senior, between though. four and six. Redshirt, yeah, 
He's a senior. Rodarius Williams is a redshirt junior. I mean, who else is going to go? I mean, Kenneth will go as a junior. Kenneth Murray's going to go because he's a freak. But the man misses too many tackles. He misses so many tackles. He missed a uh, on the okay. So when OU forced that fumble in late in the game, were you watching at that point? We forced the fumble which on the big run. run. There was like a re- you scored a touchdown and there was a really big run, and and then it was like, oh, is Baylor going to take back the momentum? But then they we fumbled. stripped it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm Kenneth Murray think. was supposed to fill that gap and that play should have been stopped in the backfield. Obviously, it worked out in OU's favor, but if that if uh, I think it was Hasty who was running, if he doesn't fumble, that's a 40, 30 or forty yard rush, and Kenneth Murray just straight up just. Miss time to tackle. He he is so naturally gifted, but sometimes I feel like he just loses focus, and that will hurt his NFL. He should be physically. They don't make monster people like Kenneth Murray. Uh, the thing that I think will be really good for him is he seems really level headed off the field. Yeah, he never like. There's he's never fiery. Really, he just does his job and. I mean, there was a Hits story the crap out of people this summer where he saved some some guy's life on the side of the road. If there's anyone I want trying to save my life, though, it's that man. He's huge because he can do CPR. <laughs> he could for like days. He could he could like he could flip cars, like jump over mountains. He's that big Superman. and strong and fast. But he yeah he saved someone's life and his dad and his coaches had no clue because he was just like just another day in the office real humble about it stud and you never I hear, like him for an OU player I do like him you never hear that he's uh, talking a lot of trash right yeah he never no. really gets into scuffles uh uh-uh. uh he's he seems like a good clean guy um so let's talk about that game twenty eight to three the most dangerous lead in football um. It it's got to be right. Two nils, two two nothing is the most dangerous lead in hockey. Two nils is the most dangerous lead in soccer. Uh, Twenty to three, the most dangerous lead in football. It's got to be. Did you <laughs> see that thing that it was like the Baylor quarterbacks coach was an assistant on the Falcons team that lost twenty eight to three in the Super Bowl. It runs in the family. No, like is the same guy. Runs in the family. Okay, that doesn't make sense, but okay. Whatever. Um. Like, I, that's kind of a glorious number. Twenty-eight. It's uh, Baylor's not good. I disagree that Baylor's not good. I don't think they're good. I they have not played four quarters of dominant football, uh, or four quarters of sustained good football. I know when you say not good. against a a a team that could like play with against a team of good standing so not a top 10 team i don't think they'll beat any top 10 teams no other than that i think they could beat anybody but they didn't they they didn't dominate uh uh osu they were losing for the first three quarters and then they they took it to him the fourth but it was more capitalizing on mistakes not just kind of uh taking advantage of everything uh they they didn't dominate tcu they they let up against ou um, it's just it. It's a. It seems like kind of a repeated thing of they're good, but not great. Uh, West Virginia, seventeen fourteen, against West Virginia, uh, Texas Tech, thirty three thirty. Tech lost to Kansas. Now I'm not making like I'm not saying Tech is bad. Like and like trying to say like Baylor's bad because they didn't beat 
beat Tech by more. Like, OSU lost to Tech, and do I think OSU is a bad football team? No. But I just don't think Baylor is a... I mean, I could see them being the 14th best football team in the country, but they don't deserve, like, anything more than the top 15. They're not. Now, if they had not a pl- great football team. If they had played that f- the full four quarters and had dominated OU, I, I still think that the CFP committee would just disrespect them and put them at... Eight. Well, it's because they're Baylor. They beat Rice 21-13. They beat Iowa State 23-21 before Brock Purdy was good. Their only good win is at K-State 31-12. So they're one good win. Mm. The rest of their games are one score. They beat OSU by 18, but in the fourth quarter is when that game just changed. I mean, like, the... It, it just... Like that, I I remember watching that game and thinking, wow, how did we lose by this much? We should have won this game. Um, just idiot plays. Um, but did you? Were you the one that told me like the 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 second half of the Iowa State game and the first half of the Baylor game? Oh, you scored like three points in the span of four quarters. De- I don't remember the deficit. We just scored three points. I think it was a forty nine three deficit. I don't 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 quote me on those numbers, but it was something like that. And that's well, really let's think. bad. They scored, I think, seven I in check. the fourth quarter against Iowa State, and they scored ten in the first quarter or the first half against uh, Baylor. I don't know, but they just did not look good. But the second half, they turned it on. They looked I mean, a lot better. The defense played better. Not great. But the offense played better, too. A lot better. They looked like... I mean, they were running the ball well. When the, and when throwing the, it well, too. When the offense is going, this defense is able to play a lot better. Like, they're... Uh, it's a, it, for OU to be successful, it's a very complimentary style of football between we, their offense and defense. We have to spread the ball around. We were really good when we were spreading the ball around. We went to Theo Wees, Jane Hazelwood, Brand, Braden Willis. Uh, How much do you everybody. hate Trajan Bridges? How much do I hate Trajan Bridges? Yes. Why would I hate Trajan Bridges? He gets penalized so I know much. he gets penalized, but he's young. He's a true <laughs> he's freshman. Getting, he gets so many penalties. He's a true freshman. I'm I giving him a break. Penalty after penalty after penalty. That's fixable. That's easily fixable. He could be really, really good. So many penalties. On that big run back, holding Trajan Bridges. It's true. That is true. And then there was what? Then there was a pass play that that OU completed, and then it was like uh uh pass interference, like he went on a pick, and it was eight pass interference, offense. Move back five yards or whatever. It's like, uh, I would just, he would just make me mad. Like, I feel like if you're a receiver, you, the penalties, that's something you can very much control. Just how hard is it to not hold? I think it's a lot easier than a young quarterback reading a defense, you know? Yeah. But if you're talking about the one that they ran back... No, it's just that... If he did not get the hold, they're not going for 40 yards. You see it. That that guy that... Uh, so, yeah. just don't hold him. If you hold him there, you're 10 yards further back than where he's tackled. I understand that. It's still a holding call. It is, but again... How hard is it to not hold? I don't he know. He does it I'm all the time. A, I'm... He's a freshman. I'll give him a break. I'm not angry at him like I'd be angry at like a senior... 
or a junior, something like that. He's young. I just don't. He's not one. He's not a defensive player. Like that's not what he but, does. Okay, but still, offense too. He gets. I just. I. I think it's different if he's if maybe his route running wasn't crisp or there was a little bit of miscommunication. Oh, he's crispy. But he just. It's holding, and like you penalties. You just. Why? Like these are controllable. Some things. of them are like why? Like why did you grab that guy's face mask? Why did you do this? It just doesn't make sense. And you should be self-aware enough to know this is my biggest weakness right now. I want to work on it, and I'm going to be conscious about it. But I don't know. I I give him a break. Give him another year. Get let him develop a little bit. I mean, he's going to be a good football player. Just make me very mad that you can't fix your holding problem as a receiver. Anyways, winning without CD. That's like, do you think that's gonna, I think possibly that, come into effect like the playoff? Well, like they won without their best player. I think it forced you to spread the ball around. Yes. In, instead of because in the Texas game, I feel like they started to rely on CD a little bit. I think CD is the security blanket for every OU quarterback. They just well, yes, yeah. Baker had him for his freshman year. He wasn't as good as this his freshman year. Well, no, but he's still he was been a, cons- a security blanket. And he's been throwing it to Mark. He had Marquise as well. No, but yeah, but CD is the kind of guy you're just like, oh, throw it in his vicinity, he might catch it. You know, maybe I'll get, I'll, I'll look good on this play because he can make me look good. But the thing is, like, you're you're getting used to other guys and, and throwing it to other guys. I think that really opens up the offense instead of Jalen's like, oh, if I throw it up here, CD's going to make the play here. It makes us kind of one-dimensional. Yes. Obviously, we're not a one-dimensional offense. Like, of course not. Of course we can throw it to other guys. But it's really interesting to see that, yeah, we can spread it around. And we hit guys that normally don't get catches. Also, Sonner got a touchdown. Brayden, two. He got two touchdowns. Two. Uh, Brayden Willis, he's in a lot of plays, but he's really not a receiver. He's more of a blocker than a receiver. And he had a couple, he had a couple catches and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Guys that you don't see... Get the ball. We're playing. Ad Miller, of course, he's filling in for CD. That's what he was doing. He's got to be a thousand years old. He is a. He's. I think he's a four-year redshirt senior, or five-year redshirt senior. He. He's been there for a while, but <laughs> Austin Sogner had two catches for eight yards and two TDs. Hey, you don't need a lot of yards for catching touchdowns, right? It's true. But those they were going up and getting them, and that's you're you're without Grant Calcaterra and you're without uh C D Lamb. Ram, Rambo had a few catches this week, which is good because he's kind of been somewhat absent the last couple of weeks, wouldn't you say? Uh yeah, he has, but I mean It's good like he needs to come back because he was a weapon at the beginning of the year. He still is. Uh okay, but not t- last I mean, you'll see him you'll see him wide open on the field, right? Like all a lot of plays. You'll see him wide open. There was there was two or three I saw watching um, some replays and highlights. You'll see Jalen go to a guy that's wide open. It's a 10-yard pass. But if he had read the play right, Rambo's open for a touchdown. And it's like a 40, 50-yard touchdown. Every, like, like multiple times a game, he's missing him. Rambo's there. We just want the quarterback to get get him the ball. Like, Obviously, the comeback was great. And a lot of people got in the action. But I think... The biggest thing that went good for you guys was a little highlight action. Um, uh, bet the best thing that went good for you guys was, uh, I think, the the turnovers. You got two this week. <laughs> Nick Benito got his second chance to end the game. That was, that was so was nice. funny. I thought it was gonna be poetic if Baylor somehow drive down, drove down the field, and 
you dropped a game-winning pick. That was the next play. And like, I was, all right, it's like a chance. And I was like, wow, they really cannot hold footballs that are thrown at their face mask. Um, but they, you forced a fumble, too, on that play, which is a really big momentum swing in the game. And I think those two plays came at crucial times when they were needed, and that was something good that the defense had been lacking the last few weeks. That was, it was really good to see if I was an OU fan. I like it, but... There's some other problems that need to be fixed before we're in. Obviously, but catching if OU caught half the balls that were thrown at their face mask, their defense would look a lot better. Oh yeah, we'd have a lot more. And it'd be a lot less yards against us. Don't need to catch them all, just literally half. This isn't Pokemon. Don't gotta catch them all. Um <laughs> so let's continue with a little bit of OU talk. Uh DCU comes to Norman this week. Trap game. You know, I'm not not worried about this game. Like, there's this game's like uh, TCU. Never know what you're gonna get. They're they're the epitome of like a good football team that could, like, a, just a well coached football team that at any week could just put it together and and be like and really just take team. it to you. So I'm genuinely worried. I'm 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 genuinely like not worried. I'm not like oh, we're this is like a nail biter. Like I'm playing like Ohio when we played Ohio State or when we played. Am I like, oh, I'm like, oh, God, we could really lose this game. I'm confident we'll win, but I, it's really, there's a really, really good chance we drop a game. So, I'm worried. I'm worried. Sort of. I don't know if that makes sense at all, but. No, I get what you're saying. I, I think there is an element of a trap game to this, obviously. I wouldn't even call it a trap game. I would just say we lose outright. Like, they just beat us. That's what a trap game is. Trap games isn't a trap game where you go in thinking you're gonna win this game and it's like ah oh, okay and then they come back and beat you. I don't think it's that way. I think they're. No, I think a, a trap game. I guess could be that, but to me, if it's a trap game, like, uh, you lose trap games. No, I just say they beat us up. I don't know. Whatever. My but, definition is a little different, but I just I could see us losing because they're just they had a better well week. Football team. They're gonna do a good job. That's just the. the the end of the story. It's TCU. They're going to exploit the offense's weaknesses. That defense will exploit our weaknesses. This isn't that good. Do what? It's really not that good. Spencer but Sanders I think dominated that defense. I think they're going to be able to. But we have so many weaknesses this year. I think it'd be easier. We'll see. I don't think so. But you never know. Um, do you think CD's going to play this week, or do you have you heard any update on that concussion? Uh, I know he had. A, I heard he had a concussion. But he like thing, warmed up. It yeah, he warmed up. He was in pads and a helmet. Like how the bad is your concussion? Was, yeah. So I, I wouldn't. I have to assume he's gonna play this. Week. I would. I would think he's playing. So um, I don't know. I, I doesn't make a difference. I don't think. I think we're gonna be fine. We obviously proved that we can win without him. Yeah, so. that was big because it, it's always nice to see when you can play a game without your best player and still perform well. Dude, the Celtics cannot buy a three. Oh my! Oh, it's got blocks. That was really Marcus Smart, uh, a former Cowboy. That was a sexy pass. Um, I think Jalen's gonna keep it rolling because he was good in the second half. Do I think Jalen is gonna keep it rolling? I have no clue. I have no clue. He could be. He could come lights out, have a Heisman game, but he could also suck it up like he. You would never have done. a Heisman game against TCU. That's true. They're whatever. like five and five. Whatever. He could he could put up some numbers. I don't know. 
He could be bad. He could be good. He's the most confusing man on this planet. He usually plays pretty good. His numbers look good, but sometimes when he plays, it doesn't look too good. Yeah, oh, yeah. His numbers always look good. It's just, dude, the Celtics can hit water from a boat right now. <laughs> they they are so bad. Um, I mean, they're not bad. They just they can't hit jumpers right now. Um, they're still up. They're still winning. <laughs> Defense, man. Defense wins championships. Uh, OSU goes to Morgantown this week. I'll be honest, scared of a letdown. It, I I. This is the kind of game that Oklahoma State teams in the past have lost. And I'm I'm worried that this is one of those times um you lose to a really really bad team. Dude, they keep missing. Yeah, lose lose to a terrible team. Not, a, not West Virginia is so bad. Yeah, they're really, really they're bad. They're not good. Just watching them play. It's like, you guys suck. Like, this isn't... I expected more, and they disappointed. I was expecting... They had a really bad Nothing year. from them this year. They lost Dana. They lost their leading receivers. They lost their... Well, they lost Will Greer. Like, it just... Ugh. Austin Kendall has thrown... 50 more passes than Spencer Sanders has completed and has thrown for 80 less yards. He's attempted 50 more passes and thrown for 80 less yards. 50. One less pick. They both are a lot 12 picks. touchdowns to 10 interceptions. It's not good. That's not a good ratio. It's not. And he's like a senior. He's and he's an, OU, he's an OU he's quarterback too. Young. He like, had Lincoln Riley for a couple years. He should be good. At least better than this. Maybe not great because you're working with West Virginia personnel, but but still, uh, yeah. I had a, I had it written in that we should take a moment to uh, just admire how bad Austin Kendall is, but you know, so we we've done that. That's he doesn't look. I mean, he's not the worst quarterback we've seen in the Big he's Twelve. Not the worst, but the dude stinks. Lincoln Riley told us he was competing with Kyler Murray. I don't even think he. Could I have a better chance of beating out Kyler Murray for the starting quarterback <laughs> job than Austin Kendall does. It might as well be the same. I mean, Tanner Mordecai should have been the five two six guy. a buck fifty. Me and Austin Kendall had the same chance of winning that quarterback battle. I think last year, if it came down to it, uh, Kyler gets injured early in the season. Uh, ball well, goes to Kendall, or well, not? Sorry, ball goes to Mordecai. Well, also. Kendall got hurt early in the season too in mop up duty, so it would have had to go did to Mordecai. He, he crashed into the thing off yes, the, against he UCLA. Did crash into the little heater or whatever, whatever that thing or was. Yeah, the cabinet or I don't know something, what it was. some weird thing. So yes, hmm. the ball would have definitely gone to Mordecai because he was the backup for like two games. I don't know how long Kendall was out, but some point. Um, I think this is a good chance though for Chuba to kind of like go crazy and. Have a little bit of a Heisman moment, possibly. I mean, he's never going to win the Heisman. Joe Burrow has that thing wrapped up. Joe Burrow might as well have two hands on the trophy at this point. I I don't understand. Like, we could give it to him right now. You know? like. No, I don't think, yeah, you can give it to him. He's, he's going to win it. But I still want to see Chuba sitting next to him. If Chuba sits next to him, he's got to have a really good game against OU, and they got to beat OU. I don't know that they have to beat or he OU. at least has to be close, and he has to have a big part yeah. of that with a bunch of touchdowns. You think he's not going to run for 200 yards on OU? I mean, we'll see. We'll see. First off, the OSU run game 
eats OU for breakfast every year. And the key to running on OU is just run the ball outside and you're going to get yards. And you're also, Chuba Hubbard might be the fastest running back like you've played all year. And outside, that helps him. He's also, he should win the Doak Walker. He's averaging seven yards a carry and 170 yards a game. So, and he's playing his biggest rival at home last game of the year. Possibly a Big 12 championship berth on the line. Possibly. That's if OU loses this week. That would be... That game would have um, a lot more weight at that point. Yeah, but I didn't want to I see that. Please don't lose. They're not going to. I don't think they will. Um, Our last three games... Was it two? No, we played West Virginia after K-State. Last two... Well, three out of the last four games were really, really bad. So I don't know if we're really going to win this game. I could see us losing. I don't think they're going to lose. But let's talk about the rest of the country. As always, let's take a minute. <laughs> Texas. <laughs> so as much as everyone loved to make the dicker, the kicker jokes against OU, ass Allie. Ass Allie. <laughs> Hit the game winner. He hit the game with her. I just thought that was beautiful. I just thought it was beautiful. Um, that that just a little, yeah, yeah. Eat that. I I don't like Dicker the kicker. <laughs> He's really good though. Like Cameron oh, Dicker really is good. gonna kick in the NFL. Great <laughs> pass, right to the right that to the pants. That pass wasn't even looking. That's that's definitely. No look so much that your teammate isn't even looking for the pass. Um, yeah, I just think, you know, that was uh, Texas. If they lose to Baylor this week, they will likely finish the season 7-5. and What did they finish last year? 10-4. and four. And they ended it with a good win, too. They ended it with Georgia. Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. An unmotivated Georgia. Honestly, right now... Uh, OU plays if, if the season ends today. OU plays uh, Alabama, and that's a good game. We'll get to that but later. You don't get the Tua. I know. You still get the Jalen versus Nick Saban though, which is kind of like. But yeah, Tua's done. That's depressing. I feel like Jalen hurts his Nick Saban's son. That he's really sad that he left him, and he's like he regrets it. But he's like, I I had to make that decision, but I miss you so much. Like I love you. Yeah, he just wishes Jalen. Yeah, like he was sits at home thinking him. about Jalen. Like what if? It's like that girl that like the timing just wasn't right. And it just like it really sucks because she was amazing. That's what that's how Tua Nick Saban needed to be two years. Yeah, if younger. Tua was two years older or two years younger, Nick Saban would have been the happiest man alive. He would have been like, I get my Jalen Hurts in, I get my Tua. But he had them at he had to have them at the same time, and he's just so sad. And he like had to make that pick, and I think he would make the pick he made. But he just he just he just looks at Jalen. I miss you. He's a good guy. Jalen's a good guy. Good good kid. I say that like he's younger than me. Uh. I mean, I feel like every college athlete I call a good kid, so. Dude, does it, like, we're going to be older than some college athletes soon. That's just weird. We're going to be adults. That's strange. Going to college. That's so strange. Um, So, yeah, Texas. <laughs> they have lost four games for ten consecutive seasons. A decade straight of losing four games. That's that's that so is un- awful. Paralleled mediocrity. 
compare. Well, okay, unparalleled. For a blue blood football school, how many schools lose? They haven't even gone nine and three, Stuart. Nebraska. Would they, have they been good in the last 10 years? Because that's a football team. I don't know. And USC? USC was really good the year Darnold was a freshman. Oh, you're right. They you're were 10-3. Right. and three. They won the Rose Bowl, and they went 9-1 and one in their last 10 games. And then Florida State and they beat won Penn State it in the last 10 years, right? They won it in 2013, was it? Yes, the year Jameis won the Heisman. And then... Right? Yeah. Florida's obviously good now. Yeah, you may be right. Texas is the only team that it's like really sucks, really bad for a for a good team, for a good for, football. Yeah, school. like a, a you are a brand name in college football. And well, you what are, about A and M? They're not a brand name in college football. I feel like they're. I feel like no, no, don't dip. Take it back. A and M sucks. Hmm. Because it's not a brand A&M name. is A and M is that kid that tries to like buy his way into things. It's like you like just 60, 70, go home. Kids. Like you just go home. They you, um, you will never be relevant no matter how much money you play Jimbo Fisher. You're just not a good football team. Like I can't think of a team like Washington, Oregon. Washington is less of a they're football really a school blood, than Texas is, and they're still better. Uh, Washington they are still better. It's been good. Oregon has been good. UCLA has been good. USC has been good. Mm-hmm. Penn uh, State's even been good. And Penn they, State's been they great. had everything going against them the f- first part of ten years ago. Penn State, Ohio State, obviously. Uh, who else in the big? Michigan's been. Is Michigan that team? No, I mean they were the. Um, they went ten and three one year recently. Okay, okay. that's respectable. And they were ranked second in the college football playoff rankings going into week twelve. So uh, that year, yeah, there's not they got team upset by Iowa by one, and then they lost to Ohio State on the botch call on. In overtime on that spot, that spot was so wrong. So is there Michigan anyone missing in the ACC? It's really just Florida State and um, Florida State's good. And Clemson, Miami had a good year a couple Miami. years ago. That's right. They were what five? They were like what five or six? First one or second one yeah, left they out? Got blown out in the bowl game. Well, they got upset against Pitt. They were ten and zero. That's they got right. Upset against Pitt. That game was amazing. I remember yeah, watching that, that game. That Pitt team was terrible. The Pitt team was awful. What that was, was the team? That was the year you played them. Oh, you played them. Right, and they they uh, Pitt, yeah. That was the game we played Pitt at home. They got lightning delayed, and James Washington had 298 receiving yards. Yeah. yeah, that was a crazy game. Um, what's I'm trying to think of something. I was on. Uh, what is it? Oh, UCF oh, has been better than the Texas kicker recently. for Pittsburgh that hit the game-winning field goal against Miami. Also hit a game-winning field goal against Deshaun Watson's Clemson, and his last name is Blewett, which is a great <laughs> last name for a kicker. Because he, you're just he set up it. for success there, right? <laughs> like that's just wow. <laughs> like, you are in the wrong profession, sir. <laughs> Your last name is Blewett. Um, LSU this week gave up 37 points to Ole Miss. Is that a cause for concern? No, I don't think it is. They don't have a top 40 scoring defense. I don't think they need one. They, they need one to beat Ohio State in the national championship game. I'll tell you that right now. Anything short of a national championship this year is a disappointment for the LSU Tigers because they won't have a team this good for a while. Yeah, they don't have a Joe Brown too. They have they don't have a Justin they have Fields Miles coming Brennan. back. He's really good, big, tall, good arm, but he's not going to be Joe Burrow this year. So, it, 
a quarterback comes through school like Joe Burrow's having this year every once in a while. You like back to back, like you, uh, Baker and Kyler. You didn't win anything. I'll tell you that. Um, so I personally think it's a cause for concern because if you like they they gotta win the Natty this year. It's it's their year to win the Natty. No, I think it's Ohio State's Natty. Ohio State won the Natty in fourteen. But I think they're. I'm not win saying it. that Ohio State's not the best football team. I'm saying if LSU wants to win a Natty, it's the, yeah, this is right. the year it's they the gotta year. capitalize. The, everything they have a good defense. It just doesn't play well. They get lazy. Do you think part of it is offense scores like so much that they have to play more defense? Is that part of it? Maybe. I don't. Well, because they looked really good at. In the first half against Alabama, the defense looked great. Yeah, they looked really. They they've had like really good. Uh, they I mean, they played really well. So I think if you're in the game the entire time, they may be playing really well the entire game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. They give a lot of points to Sam Ellinger. They're not. But, um, they're not bad. Georgia looked good this week, though. Speaking of the SEC, Georgia. Yeah, they they took care Auburn. of Auburn. Uh, did their due diligence, um, booked their spot in Atlanta for the SEC championship game. Third nothing, year. Nothing spectacular, seven point win, but, that's... but they did their job. They they did what they were supposed to do. They beat a good football team uh, on the road, and that's always hard to do. Um, what do you think the SEC champion? I think I'm starting just because of how bad LSU's defense has looked the last six quarters of football they've played. Um, that. SEC championship is going to be closer than I originally thought it would be. I thought LSU was going to take it to Georgia, but I don't know if that's the case right now. I think it's I, a 10-point game. Uh, I it's, think it's inside 14, 10 points. 14, 15, something like that. I think it's going to be inside 10 points. I think Georgia's getting more experience. They're a young team, and LSU's defense is looking a little uh, skeptical. But, I mean, we'll see. LSU could really show out these last two weeks. Uh Georgia could really play that. They play who's left on LSU's schedule? Uh I don't know, but I know it's nothing huge. Georgia right? has Georgia Tech. That's and, a cakewalk. Yeah. That is the best rivalry name though. Good old fashioned hate. That's a really good name for a rivalry game. Oh, LSU's got Arkansas. That's a tough one. And they got AM. Also, really, really, these are this a that's a hard way to end the year. Arkansas A and M. Tough toughies. Gauntlet. But they still get to play Georgia in the SEC championship. So if they beat five teams like like top five. Top five teams top, that are in the top, top, top that were in the top ten when they played them. Texas isn't a top ten team now, but um it's a nine still. Texas, seven Florida, nine Auburn, three Alabama. You still don't you wish like Bedlam or the Red River game was called Good Old Fashioned Hate? Okay, Bedlam's a good name. It's a pretty good name. The Red River Shootout isn't a good name. It's very mediocre. Red River Rivalry. It's a very tongue basic. twister. It's very basic. Good Old Fashioned Hate. That's a really good nickname. That's a really good name for a rivalry game. Is it a rivalry though? Really. I mean, Georgia Tech used to be good. Regard your point for that makes your point for Bedlam being a good name invalid. It's like oh, recently the most it's been cute. good. Recently it's been good. Yeah, but fifteen years ago, Georgia Tech Georgia was a better game. I think so. that's true. Um, 
Minnesota. Pretender. What the heck? I disagree. What? I think they're they're really good. They're not bad. I'm not saying they're bad. Just they're not gonna they're gonna go get blown out by uh Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game and that'll be that. They'll win ten games. Good for them. Like a good season by Minnesota standards. But like I think they beat Baylor. I think easy Minnesota beats Baylor. Minnesota beats everyone in the Big Twelve except OU. Okay. I, th- I think I, I think they could be a really good team. Iowa beats them, right? Twenty three nineteen. Not a t- it's not a, it's not it's not a terrible, terrible loss. loss but it's not like a good loss. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. But I get, it's just a bad game. They started slow. It's November. You can't start slow. This is when college football championships are won. And Heisman's are not, won. This is not a championship team. No, exactly. I, there was talk of them being for real when they beat Penn State. It's Penn State's a good football team. I don't think I ever thought Penn this State team is was better for than Minnesota. Real. Maybe. They Maybe. Are. They are. They lost a the game, but they're better than Minnesota. Um, speaking of terrible football teams, the Big Ten has Northwestern and Rutgers. Ohio State played Rutgers. Um, let's do our toilet bowl. We, we talked about this early in the season. Um, let's do our updated, you know, like uh, – College football playoff toilet, the college toilet bowl ranking show. Yeah. With the CTB. CTB. The CTB. That's us. We're the college toilet bowl playoff committee. And unlike, (laughs) I don't know what it is. Unlike the CFP committee, we look at things objectively and have no bias. Yeah. We are, this isn't the SEC Alabama invitational, you know. We give everybody a shot. Um, it looks bad for the Big Twelve this year. I think the Big Twelve isn't isn't uh, nobody sucks in the Big Twelve. Like sucks sucks. Like the worst the worst team right now in the Big Twelve is Texas Tech. No, it's Kansas. Okay. Even though Kansas beat Texas Tech, Kansas is still worse than Texas Tech. All right. Well, but like obviously no one's competing with the Rutgers. They are, like I think, firmly atop. Number one. Number one. Like, that's a lock. Everyone knows that. Uh, my number two is Arkansas. They suck. I think there's, there's not really... There's a pretty far drop-off after those two teams. Those They're, are your worst teams. Arkansas is so bad. I think Vanderbilt's almost as bad as Arkansas. I, do they play each other? Because <laughs> then we could actually get this. They're in different SEC divisions, aren't they? Yeah. We're looking. This is important. This is... If I get this game, I might... Wait a minute. They do? No. That was last year. Stewart. You got my hopes up. Well, if it gives you any... Arkansas plays Mizzou last week of the year. If it gives you any consolation. Vanderbilt beat Arkansas last year. But, you know. But Vanderbilt made a bowl last year. They didn't suck. They stink. And then my fourth one, Northwestern. They stink. I thought they were going to be good. They had Hunter Johnson transfer. I think he got hurt, something, or he's just kind of not good. But our Northwestern's just not good. They were, think about this, Stuart. They were Northwestern, bad a couple years ago, right? Northwestern 
won the Big Ten West last year. They played at Lucas Oil Stadium for the Big Ten Championship against Ohio State. They got blown out, though, didn't they? They wasn't close. But I don't know if it was blown out. Um, but they were not but the they second. Were in the, they were they not, won the Big Ten they West, were not the and now second they're best two team and eight. In the Big Ten. Well, no, because every good team in the Big Ten is in the Big Ten East. But, yeah, they've not been historically a, a god-awful team, right? No. They've been pretty decent the last couple of years. But, man, oh, it's a year for Northwestern. They're having themselves a freaking year. They got a team up at Evanston. <laughs> they, they are so bad. Cold you had a couple of teams that you wanted to mention, so I think we could... Could you know deliberate a little bit here? Talk about so our. So, what's your fourth team? Northwestern. That's right. I got Duke. Duke is pretty bad because I mean they just got blown out by Syracuse. And Syracuse is pretty bad. It was not th- terrible. They're not good. I no. knew that. They're, They're not probably good. have they won four or five games? What? <sighs> Syracuse. Let me check. Yeah. This is this is important. Like we can't mess this toilet bowl up. I was pitching this to Mickey today at school. Mm-hmm. And he loved it. He was like, well, they should have the worst teams play. And I was like, Stuart and I have been saying this all year. We we dreamed up the toilet bowl before the season started. And when you lose, you move to the next game. And we find the ultimate loser. And he was like, That's great. I, I would watch that. I, I can't if Rutgers and Vandy played. Who wouldn't watch? And that's power five football. That's 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 big time football right there. It's just awful football, and it would be entertaining. So Syracuse has four wins. Four one wins. of which, of course, Duke, Holy Cross, Holy Cross. That's a big time <laughs> win. Liberty, Liberty. Hey, Rutgers beat Liberty. They have a common opponent. <laughs> that's we can we can compare them. In V. Western Michigan Broncos. Western Michigan was like really good three years ago. Remember that? That was really weird. Actually, they're seven. What? What? Western Michigan was seven and four. They're seven and four right now. Five and two in their conference. That's not terrible. It's pretty good. All right. All right. Uh, but I gotta give that number four spot to your Duke Blue Devils. All right. Well, we'll see how this goes at the end of the year. I think. Whenever the college football playoff rankings are released, we will do our official toilet bowl rankings, um, and like we can we can draw it out. Who's one through four? Obviously, uh, one is like you're the worst. Four is you're the best. I think is how we would switch it. Best of the worst. Yeah. So and then if you lose, you move on in this format. Okay. And then so we'll overall, do- you're the big. Basically, if you lose twice, I think it should be like Jesse. You get a toilet seat. <laughs> golden toilet seat. Why should it be golden? What if we just... What like if the trophy drum? was like a small like porta potty you could pick up? I don't know. Like it was like, I don't know, like two feet by... Two feet tall? Two feet tall small? by like what? eight inches. Whatever the dimensions of the college football playoff trophy are, make that a porta potty, and that's our trophy. That that one's not. That's pretty big. Now what? We should uh, honestly. I think schools would possibly be on board for this because you could make a lot of money off it. We should uh, send 
our our uh, toilet bowl champion a trophy and see what they do with it. We make a trophy and we email it to the athletic department. Email it. We mail a physical trophy. We, did I say email it? You said email oh, it. Gosh, <laughs> take a picture of it. All right, this is yours. No, no, no. We we should like make a really bad trophy and yeah, and we could get it engraved. It would probably be like twenty bu- five bucks. Ah, but I'm willing to like do that. We could mail it to the athletic department and like write a letter like courtesy of our podcast like feel free to tune in we have declared you the worst team in college football this year congratulations congratulations <laughs> this 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 award does not come lightly you put in a year's work and you were the worst team <laughs> you put in a year's work and barely won any football games yeah congratulations congratulations we can put up like we can sign it Cortine Stewart it'll be great we should actually do this we'll update you guys if we actually do this um Previews and predictions, as always. Uh, OSU minus seven on the road in Morgantown, over under fifty-seven and a half. Ooh, fifty-seven is a lot of points. Yeah, I'm going under there. Under OSU. That's what I'm taking. Um, OU minus eighteen and a half. Yeah, no. Over nope. under sixty-four and a half. Baylor or not Baylor? TCU uh, beats the spread. But it's definitely definitely over. I'm going to go under, and I'm going to go TCU as well. But I'm going to go under. Ohio State, minus 18. At the shoe against the Nittany Lions and Sean Clifford. The Nittany Lions are not the show this week. That's for sure. Um, This game's 11 o'clock kick. That makes me mad. Big noon kickoff is the worst thing to happen to college football. What can you do? I it's easy pick for me. Wow. Ohio State uh, takes it to them. They win. Uh, and it's definitely Did over. They cover? Oh, they cover. Sorry, they cover by eighteen. Yes. And you know they they'll put up fifty <laughs> points. So yeah, that's over. I'm. I'll, it's I don't think it's like as bad as you're saying, but I'll take Ohio State minus 18, and I'll go over 57 and a half as well. But I think it'll be like like 42 to 21 or something. Or so we did for Yeah, on that over-under though, you game. All right. That's uh, this week's episode. Uh, hopefully uh, both teams get a win going into Bedlam. Uh, make it a little more exciting. Actually, if OU loses, it gets very exciting, but there's no playoff hopes for them. Um, yeah, I think that's all. Penn State, Ohio State should be great. But again, 11 o'clock kick. Not a fan. Uh, see you next week. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.